This is the Workday Red Zone on the ticket, 95.3 and 9.70 a.m. K-N-E-A. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey friends, how are y'all doing? Hope everybody's got uh, your jacket, your rain jacket, whatever you need. I don't even know what season it is in Arkansas anymore. It's not like it matters. Wait a couple hours, it'll change. Uh, we got a couple of hours to get through here on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for spending your Tuesday here with us. Of course, uh, you can find us in or on multiple different places on your radio dial. And in addition to that, you can take us with you on the go. Download the TuneIn app and search for KNEA, and you'll be all set. Want to shout at us today? Also very easy. You can call us, 870-930-3776. You can also interact on social media, facebook.com slash 95.3. The ticket is one place to find us on twitter.com is another, at Kara underscore Richie, or you can use the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio by producer Kate Carlton. Good afternoon. And uh, yeah, I'm here with you for a couple hours. Kate's here with you for the next three. So let's just uh, dive into it. I want to tell you, in addition to our voices today, in the second hour of the program at 1.30, in fact, we're going to be joined by a voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. So uh, we'll check in on his time in Pensacola. What could be up next for men's basketball for Arkansas State? And of course, we'll talk a little A-State baseball with you as well. Fingers crossed, Red Wolves are trying to get one in tonight against Southeast Missouri. And uh, just a heads up, this is a very good SEMO squad that is going to be rolling into town uh, to play at Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield, as A-State Baseball continues its seven-game homestand. Red Hawks are 9-1. and one. Overall, they've won their last seven in a row. They were also the preseason OVC uh, pick to win the league, so... Uh, that's going to be the challenge tonight for A-State Baseball. First pitch is slated for 6 o'clock on the Ticket Radio Network again. Uh, it's kind of chilly outside. There's some questions about whether or not it's going to rain. Uh, no news yet to report in terms of any kind of changes to the schedule. They are going to monitor the weather. Uh, the good news is nothing tonight's supposed to be heavy, I don't believe. So if we do hear of any updates, we'll certainly pass them along to you. But as of right now, first pitch, 6 o'clock, pregame coverage, 545 right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Meanwhile, with less than one week remaining until the start of spring camp for A-State football, another key contributor has decided to enter the portal. Wide receiver Corey Rocker announced Monday via his social media that he will be entering his name in the transfer portal with three years of eligibility left he led the Red Wolves in receiving yards and receiving touchdowns last season obviously we will touch more on that topic later in Memphis Grizzlies look back to get in the win column look to get back in the win column as they host New Orleans tonight at FedEx Forum uh, going to be the third time this season the teams have met Grizzlies and Pelicans splitting the previous two contests it's a nationally televised one tonight tip-off is at 6 30. Big news today nationally. Big news with big money. As Aaron Rodgers has signed a four-year, $200 million deal to stay with the Green Bay Packers. Again, these are the numbers for, like, hold up four fingers. Four years, that's how many years? $200 million. I know you don't have 200 million fingers. If you do, good Lord, how do you buy gloves? (laughs) But four years, $200 million. So we're going to touch on that a little bit today. I want you to fill in the blank with this for our KavanaughCars.com topic. Aaron Rodgers, four-year, $200 million deal with the Packers is blank. 
one, it's kind of mind-blowing. A lot of money. Yeah. For any of you that have a bank account balance that looks remotely like mine right now, these are, of course, numbers that we cannot fathom. I uh, just cannot fathom any kind of amount of money with that many commas and that many zeros and uh, all of that uh, being paid out over the span of four years. Obviously, that breaks down to uh, about $50 million per year. Ian Rappaport earlier today uh, well, it was Pat McAfee, one of the first people to put the news out there that Rodgers was going to stay a Packer. And then it was Ian Rappaport, who, of course, is a NFL insider for the NFL Network. And he was the one who threw out the numbers on it. So with this new deal, he is going to be the highest paid player in NFL history. This is going to be a nice check when it hits the bank account. $153 million of these $200 million are guaranteed. Also, uh, the cap number is going to go down, but this is just a monster, monster contract in the NFL and, of course, obviously for Aaron Rodgers as well. Uh, it's been, we've been able to see an immediate impact already. There's already been odds that have changed uh, in terms of Super Bowl odds. Uh, those, of course, swung more in Green Bay's direction, conference championship odds. Uh, improved in their direction. I think they were already the favorite even right now in March to win their division, and the odds there got even more, uh, swung that more of a lock. But uh, he's going to stay with the Packers, and so that's the biggest news nationally going on today across the sports world. So, so much for any type of retirement or maybe any kind of theories that he was secretly trying to work his way back in a Jeopardy rotation or he was going to try and be a... Uh, a media figure, anything like that. I mean, heck, he might still try and do all of those yeah. things. But his primary career for the next four years is going to be uh, to continue to be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I'll be honest, I hadn't kept up as much with Rogers' comments over the past years, but I was curious today how they got to this point. Because if you go back to last offseason, it seemed like a breakup between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers was inevitable. I mean, those... It, it, it was they were headed for a divorce, right? It just looked like there was no way that Rodgers was going to be a Packer for uh, the long term. He was still mad that the franchise had drafted Jordan Love. He was mad about years of uh, what he felt like the Packers had not done enough, uh, a good enough job in, in getting him some kind of high-profile wide receiver or other offensive help. It, it just seemed like there was no way that this partnership would stay in place. But uh, there... You know, his comments changed a lot over the past year. And, in fact, uh, Rodgers has even praised some of the leadership in in terms of, you know, how they've handled roster management in terms of the coaches and, and things like that. Uh, even offered some unprompted praise for moves that their GM made. So, obviously, that is a much better relationship, much better partnership than it was this time last year. So you would imagine with just uh, some better conversations, some better communication, and then, oh, yeah, a $200 million check. Aaron Rodgers is able to just stay right there with the Packers, and it's all good. If you are a fan of any other team in that division, probably not your favorite day. If you're a Packers fan, I'm going to imagine you're still pretty excited about this. Yes, Packer, uh, Yes, Rodgers is one of the older QBs, now in professional football, but he's certainly not all of a sudden 
about to sell off into the, the sunset. There has not been some huge significant decline that makes you think that four years from now the Packers are going to just hate life due to this contract. <clears throat> Although yeah. they could. There's still always so, a possibility that, that things could go downhill quickly. But yeah, it's a lot of money for a 38-year-old. It is. But not that I'm saying it'll definitely happen, but, you know, if, if – I guess, you know, if you're at the, the tail end of his career and you're the Patriots and things were better, wouldn't you have done the same thing for Tom Brady? Yeah, probably. Keep him from going keep him from going to Tampa? Yeah. I mean, they'll be fine. They've started to rebuild and they've got Mac Jones there and they'll be okay. But um, as, as long as he stays healthy, it's probably still a good deal. There's just a few different ifs in there that make it a little bit of a gamble. Again, and the fact that $153 million there is money that he's going to get regardless is a huge, huge chunk of change. But obviously the Packers have it to give, so they did. And Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in that Green Bay uniform until, well, at least uh, the end of the 2025 season. The past three years, things have changed so much. I can't even wrap my head around what <laughs> these next three or four are going to look like. But uh, that's that's a different topic. Hey, before we take a break, I want to follow up on yesterday's KavanaughCars.com question. Yesterday, we asked you if you would be interested in seeing Arkansas State men's basketball play in the College Basketball Invitational, which is the CBI or the Basketball Classic, which used to be known as the CIT. And first off, a lot, a lot of you voted. I like to think we always throw out good questions. <laughs> But obviously, some get better responses than others, and uh, this is probably about one of the highest vote totals we've had on a question. But what's fascinating to me is at the end of the day, this poll was up for 24 hours, and after all of the votes have been tallied, it was exactly 50-50. Not one vote more in the yes column, not one vote more in the no column. Yeah, that's that's pretty wild. 50-50. Half of you? All for it. And of course, several teams, uh, several teams, several of you commented uh, with your answer as well. You know, in terms of those of you who answered in the affirmative, a lot of you just, you know, wanted to see this team get more opportunities. You wanted to see Omir again. You wanted to see, uh, some of you said, let the seniors decide, let the players decide. In terms of you who were on the no side, you know, the fact is pointed out you do have to pay to play in these tournaments. A lot of people are against that, uh, especially when. Arkansas State is not particularly known for having just an abundance of resources. This is a part. This is a athletics department that's going to have a smaller budget, and where you've got to account for about every dollar you spend. So, do you want to spend thirty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars on a game like this? Uh, but uh, again, it seemed like you had an opinion, and you were not going to be swayed on it. It's just that you all had two exactly split opinions. Fifty. 50 was the final answer there. So interesting stuff. We'll see. We'll see if there's any news uh, related to basketball this week or over the next few days. But uh, but right now, nothing to report in terms of additional games or anything like that for, for men's hoops. Um, I tell you what, let's hit pause, though. Uh, I want to come back and follow up on, on the Corey Rucker news and some additional news from Arkansas State football that we've seen over the past couple weeks. So, We'll get to that when we return. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. 
Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. Cooler weather is here, but that doesn't mean it's time to put up the clubs. NEA Golf Cars has all the accessories for the golfer who knows there is no off-season. Go buy NEA Golf Cars and see their selection of windshields, rain covers, and countless other manufacturer original parts. And if it's time to park your cart, bring it to NEA Golf Cars for service to make sure there are no surprises next spring. And as always, you can check out their selection of new golf cars, including the Onward Series from Club Car. Call 236-GOLF or get by NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. At Glen Sane, we're going to continue telling our stories, mentioning our troops, and Kurt, Todd, and myself telling you how much we appreciate all that you do for us. Because of your support, you have helped us grow and be successful in this business since 1954. We realize we can't please everyone, but I can assure you that our families at Glen Sane will work harder than anyone to please you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Glenn Sane, and God bless our troops. Riceland Foods in Jonesboro is hiring. Apply online at Riceland.com for full-time, direct hire manufacturing positions in our parboil mill and plant. Riceland Foods is an equal opportunity employer with a new competitive pay scale geared toward advancement and benefits, including medical, dental, and vision insurance, paid time off, and paid holidays. Riceland Foods in Jonesboro has immediate openings for full-time manufacturing positions. Start your new career today with Riceland Foods. Go to Riceland.com and select jobs at the top of the page to apply online. Need health insurance now? Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield's limited duration plans provide affordable coverage designed to cover you for the length of time you need it. You don't have to wait to shop for health insurance. You can apply for these policies at any time. Call Woody Harrelson at 870-897-5000 or come see Woody at 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro today. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent for Arkansas Blue Cross, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. Plans available only to residents in Arkansas. Gazaway Ace and Paragould in Jonesboro reminds you that whatever the project, they're the place that has everything you need. Skip the rake this season. Power up your cleanup with an Ego 650 power blower. Check out the full line of Ego tools and save 10% on the Ego 650 blower. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks, and helping you is the most important thing we do. That's Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and West Kings Highway in Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Lensmasters in downtown Jonesboro is your one-hour eyewear center. That's right. Get your glasses in just one hour. Just bring your prescription in, and our trained eyewear specialist will style you with the perfect glasses for you. Selection isn't a problem at Lensmasters. We have the largest eyewear showroom with the top brands. Come see us today and let our trained stylist and licensed opticians help you with the style perfect for you. Our on-site lab makes your prescription lenses in just one hour. Lensmasters, 320 South Church Street, downtown Jonesboro. The Central Family of Dealerships is proud to sponsor the 2022 Sun Senior Classic coming Saturday, March the 19th at First National Bank Arena. Come and see the stars of local basketball here in Northeast Arkansas with the girls tipping off at 5 p.m. and the boys at 7 p.m. All admission proceeds go to a scholarship fund at First National Bank to be distributed to the participants. Brought to you by the Central Family of Dealerships. Also sponsored by First National Bank, Jonesboro Promotions Board, Vineyard Development, Poppy's Beach Grill and Event Center, Fat City Apparel Incorporated, Empower, Visionary Eye Care, and East Arkansas broadcasters this is your warning you're entering the workday red zone welcome back to the workday red zone Kara and Kate hanging out with you on a Tuesday 
9303-776 is the number to call. It's a fill-in-the-blank topic today instead of necessarily a KavanaughCars.com question. But uh, fill-in-the-blank here with us, Aaron Rodgers' four-year, $200 million deal to stay with the Packers is blank. Other than just, you know, a lot. We are aware that it's a lot. My bank account would tell you that that it's a lot. Uh, looking at some other topics uh, in switching to college football, particularly Arkansas State football. Over the past 24 hours, uh, the biggest news there, instead of getting excited looking ahead to the start of spring camp on Sunday, it's the fact that the Red Wolves have lost another key departure, and this time it is Corey Rucker, wide receiver, uh, second-year freshman, out of Mississippi, so three years of eligibility left for that young man. Uh, Arkansas State's leading wide receiver last year in terms of uh, both uh, receiving yards and touchdowns. And he put out a statement yesterday, first on his Instagram and then later on his Twitter that uh, basically said, thank you, but I'm out. Uh, Let's pull up the statement here. He does say, quote, thank you, Arkansas State. For an outstanding two years. I am thankful I'm able to call Jonesboro home. And this place will always have a special place in my heart. I have a lifetime of memories to hold on to. I'm thankful the numerous relationships I've built. And the lifelong brothers I now have. Because of this great sport. Although this is one of the toughest decisions of my life. In the pursuit of happiness. I feel it's time for me to move on. After a lot of thought and prayer. I feel like this is the best direction for me. In the evolution of my career. With three years of eligibility left. I will be entering my name in the transfer portal so uh i haven't looked today to see if any of the portal sites have have put out that he's officially in but i mean you don't put out that unless you're officially in so uh whether or not uh, he's actually completed the paperwork or not he has obviously departed the arkansas state football program i was not really concerned when arkansas state had a whole slew of players that hit the portal immediately after the season for the most part uh, with the exception probably of, of Jarius Romanic, who's a versatile player who we saw play at, at corner and safety last season. Arkansas State didn't necessarily lose any key players, any any impact players in that first round of portal entries. Yeah, they, they, they lost some depth guys. They lost some guys who had contributed. Uh, Fletcher, Switzer. But they didn't lose guys that you can kind of build a position around. That's changed. Over the past few months. It started with Blake Groupie, who of course was a lock to be Arkansas State's starting kicker next season. And then a month later, he was followed by Andre Harris, who was a lock to be Arkansas State's probably starting left tackle last season. That's where he was at this year. For most of the season, he was Arkansas State's best rated player on offense, period. Not offensive line, offense, period. And then now it continued last night with, with Corey Rucker. So while I'm not sitting here and, and telling you the sky's falling, oh no, look at all these pieces that are gone. I, I'm, more con- I'm much more concerned by this recent round of transfers than I was the first time around. The, the first time around, I feel like it was kind of clear as to why there were departures. It was either a playing time issue or a fit issue in that maybe they didn't really fit with Butch, and and Butch didn't really fit with them. I'm not necessarily as clear here, uh, particularly with with Harris and Rucker, Um, especially when you consider kind of what these guys are walking away from at Arkansas State. If you look ahead to next season, Andre Harris, assuming health, would have set the record for most games played by an Arkansas State player. 
He had a big record that he could achieve coming up. If Corey Rucker, uh, if you assume health over five seasons, and again, he would have five seasons of eligibility due to uh, two years as a freshman due to COVID, you could easily look ahead and say, all right, this guy is going to break multiple receiving records in his career. But those guys were like, now we're good. We're going to check out something else. And so now the question is, of course, why all the departures? And there's never like a reason. In my opinion, I, I don't think. I think it's usually a, a factor of several things. But all of the things are concerning, uh, of course. One, you know, these are still guys that were brought in by a different coach and were brought in uh, to a different culture and have had to adapt to a new culture. I don't know how much that factors in. Sometimes guys can adapt easily and sometimes it's a little bit more of a challenge. I feel like that might be the case more with one here than the other. But I don't think you necessarily look at it and say, oh, they just didn't fit. Because according to a lot of their social media posts, you know, things, things were cool. I'm also a little bit concerned about Arkansas State's ability to get NLI opportunities for its student-athletes. And one, I mean, that's not necessarily on the college. Um, student-athletes have to market themselves, either through the way they play on the field or the way that they interact with others on social media. But just due to bigger programs are going to have more opportunities. We know that. That's just the way it is. Both of these young men are personable. They have great attitudes. Andre Harris was awesome to talk to in, in media events. Corey Rucker was awesome to talk to in media events. Both of these guys did a lot of media events because they were well-spoken and they were part of, you know, they were part of the group of Butch's guys who were kind of seen as team leaders and who spent a lot of time talking to the media. So I wonder if if they're going to have opportunities elsewhere to do that in addition to being on-field contributors as well. Again, I don't think it's necessarily one thing, but I think when you add in some of those things, then you kind of get your answer as to why there are these departures. So I don't know how you you fix that, but... On the other end, you do have to look at what this team looks like now without Corey Rucker. Uh, again, last year, Arkansas State uh, wide receiver, second-year freshman wide receiver. By the way, second-year freshman All-America receiver uh, as he was named to the All-Freshman team. Corey Rucker finished with 59 receptions for 826 yards and nine touchdowns. He played in, in 12 games for Arkansas State. Uh, he also had... Two rush attempts for 20 yards and a <laughs> touchdown. So he contributed in that way as well. And he did not return any kicks or punts. So no additional all-purpose yards to tell you about. Uh, I am going to tell you this. Corey, wherever you go, you're not going to be able to feast on ULM probably in the future. Of course, he had had some incredible games against the Warhawks in his career. His standout game last year, though, came... In game one of the season, nine receptions for 138 yards and three touchdowns against UCA, although he did hit triple digits against Tulsa and against ULM as well. So he was able to contribute in, in every single game throughout the season. He played in a lot of games uh, a little bit beat up, but he was able to you know, make his presence felt in most of those throughout the course of, of the season. So uh, a big departure there on offense. When you look at what's left there, you know, in terms of guys... Uh, who put up big numbers in that group last year. You know, Tavalence Hunt returns. Jeff Foreman returns. 
course, some of the guys that we saw last year get in on the receiving game a lot were were wide or excuse me were running backs. I mean, Lincoln Perry caught a lot of passes. Uh, some tight ends also as well. Emmanuel Stevenson and uh, Sadie Traore as well as uh, Reed Tyler in that tight end group were all able to get involved. And of course, this leaves open um, some playing time for some of these young guys that got on the field just a little bit last year. You know, we saw Omari Walker out there just a little bit last year. He might have a bigger role. David Clayton, Reagan Neely, some of those guys, uh, you can you can work them more into the mix as well. Not a lot of newcomers this year in terms of uh, from that signing class. You know, Dave Eric Jenkins is the only newcomer that is in the class of 2022. But again, you are going to have another scholarship available now if you do feel like that is an area that possibly you need to address via the portal or uh, find some other way to, to make an addition there. I don't don't really love it. This one kind of makes me sad. Corey was, again, a, uh, a very happy young man. So he was always easy to talk to and uh, enjoyed listening to him speak. So now, uh, eventually, we'll... Start looking at the guys who are still here. Not just at wide receiver, but in other positions as well. As again, uh, spring camp starts on Sunday. So you continue to add questions to the list of questions that you already have for this team. Who's going to be there at left tackle? Who's going to be there at quarterback? Who's going to step up at wide receiver? Who's going to be able to carry the load at running back? Uh, you just, again, it's just, it's one more question for an already question-filled team and offense and spring camp so just add another one to the list we'll see we'll see what this roster looks like on Sunday when uh, when they all get there but yes uh, again I continue to these these departures concern me I'm not gonna lie about it for whatever reason it's just hope there's not anymore just five days till spring camp let's just not see anymore for the next five days can we do that can we put that out there into the universe, speak it into existence? We'll see. All right, uh, switching gears here. While we are on a football topic, though, uh, today's big news in the NFL, of course, is about Aaron Rodgers, his four-year $200 million deal to stay with the Packers. Last, uh, last night or yesterday, the big news was regarding Calvin Ridley. In fact, just a little bit after we got off air here on the Workday Red Zone, it was announced that the NFL had suspended Ridley for at least the 2022 season for gambling on games. This was handed down by Commish Roger Goodell and says that uh, the activity took place during a five-day period in late November 2021. Ridley was not with the team at the time. He was away from the club's facility on the non-football illness list. Uh, He did not bet against the Falcons. He bet with the Falcons which makes me think this was really not smart for multiple reasons. But but uh, apparently he plays some parlays, and so now he is done. Uh, the NFL shared a letter Gunnell r- wrote to Ridley, which stated, quote, Your actions put the integrity of the game at risk, threatened to, deter- to damage public confidence in professional football, and potentially undermine the reputations of your fellow players throughout the NFL. So in other words, it's kind of a big mess. There are a lot of people pointing out kind of the hypocrisy or at least the conflict of interest here. The NFL has has betting partners. They have a 
they have I'm sure they have like one big betting partner. Is there, are they partnered with DraftKings? Uh I think DraftKings and FanDuel. Okay. Cause they certainly don't shy down from the gambling talk anymore since it is legal. So there's even uh there was a joke yesterday that I saw someone tweet out that said uh <laughs> NFL. Calvin Ridley has been suspended for at least a year. NFL gambling partners. You can now bet on the exact date that Calvin Ridley will be reinstated. Well, to the best of my knowledge, I haven't seen that particular bet hit the boards yet. But apparently today, and I'd love to find out what gambling app or whatnot it was on. But apparently today you can bet on the next player who will be suspended for gambling. It's just such this conflict of interest. Yeah, I think the I think the NFL rules you can bet on other leagues, but you can't bet on the league that you play in. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Calvin Ridley <laughs> tweets out yesterday, "quote I bet fifteen hundred dollars total. I don't have a gambling problem." Although uh, I think I, I just don't know why you bet on the Falcons, but anyways, uh, he continued to kind of tweet through it, saying, "quote uh, I know it was wrong, but I'm getting one year. I learned from my L's." Uh, some other tweets in there as well. But there's also several people pointing out that, you know, he's going to get a year here, whereas you've had instances in the past of domestic abuse captured on camera, uh, some other significant issues that have gone on in the league, and those have resulted in two games, four games, certainly not the 17 that uh, that Ridley is about to face. So just uh, interesting times in the NFL. But hey, Rogers is getting that money. And uh, that's part of our KavanaughCars.com question today. Not a good segue, by the way, but it is what it is. Let's hit pause here. We'll come back. Phone lines open at 930-3776. We are slated to have baseball tonight at the Tom. Simo, pretty good. We'll tell you the one key stat about the Red Hawks you need to know for tonight's game. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Tone. The Ritter Communications Hotline is open now on Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. Call 930-3776. The Mosquito Armageddon is upon us in Jonesboro and Northeast Arkansas and Southeast Missouri. Farm fields are being flooded with millions of gallons of water as we speak, throwing gasoline on the breeding fire of blood-sucking vampire mosquitoes no one likes. This alien invasion is happening, and Mosquito Joe needs to treat you now before it's too late. Mosquitoes have no benefit to humans. They must be exterminated. As a matter of fact, if a mosquito bites me, then bite you it's like using the same syringe and that's why they do what they do at mosquito joe imagine being able to open your door during the summer and not worry about 500 mosquitoes trying to get in your house or buzzing around your ear at night while you sleep yes our treatment is pet friendly yard friendly we have all natural treatment that is bee friendly yes this kills fleas ticks black flies gnats and no seams as well and yes this kills mosquitoes on contact when they land on what we've sprayed call us today at 576-4257 so we can begin treatment of your home or business before the mosquito crush your way of living. It's only $49 for the first spray. Mosquito Joe, make outside fun again. Call 576-4257. Every person deserves respect, and that's what you're promised when you work with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Bill Stanley and Jared Woodard are proud former lettermen at Arkansas State, and with over 45 years experience, they've earned their reputation as hometown lawyers that get big city results. In fact, they've both been recognized in the National Trial Lawyers Association Top 100. Whether it's personal injury, nursing home neglect, criminal defense or civil litigation get respect results relief with stanley woodard law firm call 932-2000 and visit stanleywoodard.com
Com. COVID-19 cases are spreading across the state. Safe, effective, and free COVID vaccines are now readily available for all Arkansans ages 5 and up. Booster shots are also available for fully vaccinated people 12 and above. The vaccines are highly effective at preventing severe COVID. That means helping keep you from being hospitalized or even dying. Get vaccinated to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. Soybean prices still on the rise, other crops falling. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corn at 745 down four and a quarter with May corn at 736 and a quarter down 14 and a half. March soybeans at 1705 and a quarter up 31. May soybeans at 1682 and a quarter up 22 and three quarters. March wheat at 1311 and a quarter down 114 with May wheat at 1195 down 99. March cotton at 122 up 134 with May cotton at 11720 up 26. March rice at 1568 down 24 cents. May rice at 1602 down 23. Moving on to livestock now, April live cattle 139.20 up 130 with June live cattle 134.52 and a half up 60. March feeder cattle 154.47 and a half down 12 and a half. April feeder cattle 161.20 up 152 and a half. April lane hogs at 101.92 and a half up 165 with May hogs at 106.72 and a half also up 165. That's your EAB Noon Market Report brought to you by Pico Foods. Now buying new crop corn and milo direct from local farmers in Arkansas, Alabama, Missouri, and Mississippi. Farmers, have you booked your new crop corn and milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn and milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, supports local producers, and they're buying new crop corn and milo right now. In Arkansas, Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Jose works on a farm. Safety is important. His boss calls 811 to determine where it's okay to dig. This protects Jose from hitting an underground line and from serious injury. Because Jose can't tell exactly where or how deep the lines are, he doesn't dig until 811 tells him it's safe. The most important thing is that Jose works safe and goes home to his family. For more information, visit farmsafe811.org. A message from the Pipeline Operators Frag Safety Campaign. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. About to dive into some A-State baseball talk as they get ready to host SEMO today at 6 o'clock. SEMO, pretty good, by the way. But let's check in with Red Wolf Mark first. What are you doing? I learned a rhyme yesterday. You learned? I remember, yeah, I remind a rhyme yesterday. I remind, it reminded me of Kate. Oh, this is going to be fascinating. Um, yeah. Yeah, this was my man, Kay. It goes, E-I-E-I-O. Kay lived on a farm, E-I-E-I-O. Old MacDonald had some chickens, E-I-E-I-O. Kay had some horses, E-I-E-I-O. On his farm, he had some ducks, E-I-E-I-O. That's how it goes. That is the strangest haiku I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know Kay lived on a farm. He had some ducks and chickens. I think that's news to Kate as well. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, he's got a couple dogs. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to get him some goats. 
You know, I think I'm good on that one. Yeah. Unless you want some chickens. Start saying has some eggs. Yeah, I think I'm or, good on or that hens. one, too. Get you a couple hens. That way you can have some chicken eggs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't want to baseball know. Game, baseball game tonight. Yes, sir. That is the rumor. At the, at the time. Uh-huh. If anybody wants the tickets for today and tomorrow game, Mm-hmm. If they hire me eight at eight seven zero three four zero eight six nine seven, I will fix them up. Okay. And they're free tickets. You can't beat free. The word free. Are you gonna say them a rhyme if they get a ticket? If they will get, if they get these tickets, I will. I will do a rhyme for them. I don't know if that's. I will do a good rhyme. Word. All they just gotta do is call me, and I got it, and I got it. And I got it right here on. I got it right here on my pad. Uh, I wrote it down. Oh, call me. You know, I know. I know you want to go to the baseball game today and tomorrow. Cause they're going to be two good games. Mm-hmm. So, give me a ring, and I and I I got them with me. And and the, and I know everybody loves the word free. So. You got you some tickets. First person that calls gets them. I'm going to talk my number one more time. It's 870 340 And I'm going to say, all righty, then. Thank you. All righty. That was interesting. Okay, so uh, baseball. That's where we were at. Baseball. Woo! Can we take a break? Uh, I'm kidding. It's too early for that. All right, baseball. Um, focus. Everybody focus. Actually, you know what? We're going to skip baseball for a second. We're talking about the Sun Belt for like two minutes, and then we're going to take an early break and come back and talk about baseball because obviously my train of thought has gone off the rails. So quickly, before we go to break and come back and wrap up this hour with some A-State baseball talk, uh, in case you weren't paying attention last night, Georgia State, your Sun Belt Conference champion, they won the ship 80-71 to 71 over Louisiana. I went, around, I went in and looked at uh, some bracket projections, and it looks like they're slotted in as uh, a 15 seed as of right now. I think Texas State, who was the league leader, if they had won the tournament, uh, they could have potentially been a 14 seed. But, uh, of course, they got upset by the Cajuns, so they did not even make it out of the quarterfinals. Um, I, I do wonder, you know, if, if this happened. Georgia State was a three seed, and honestly, they were probably the best team in the league. They just had that weird COVID thing right at the beginning of the league play, missed all of those games, and had to win, you know, nine out of the last ten in the regular season to get to the three. But I do wonder, you know, if we're one more year away from an eight seed or whatever playing in the championship game, if they'll start tweaking the Sunbelt bracket again. Because the ship has sailed on getting an at-large bid from the Sunbelt Conference. So I think this league needs to do a better job of trying to maximize its one bid, get the Sun Belt out of that 15-16 line, see if you can get it to that 12-13 line, because your odds of getting a win there dramatically improve. So what are you going to do to be able to make that happen? Are you going to switch up the bracket again, back to where the one and two seeds get a double buy? Are you going to change the scheduling policy now that Man, so much knocking on wood here. Now that it maybe looks like we're starting to 
slowly take baby steps out of a pandemic? Yeah. Are, are you going to be able to uh, go back to a scheduling format where you do not allow more than one or two non-Division one opponents? Uh, what are you going to do to to make this league better in terms of basketball where, you know, we've we've seen the league hit, you know, for several years in a row, new heights in terms of football. It's not there for basketball. It's not there for women's basketball either. So what's going to be the next step to make it a better basketball league? Uh, UTA, your women's winner, by the way, they knocked off Troy yesterday. So, again, UTA in the women's bracket, Georgia State in men's bracket, and uh, that's who you can root for or root against or whatever, depending on how you feel on uh, the Sun Belt and on those particular programs. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk baseball, assuming there are no rhymes. Uh, to lead off next segment, so that way we can keep our focus, tell you more about SEMO, including one stat you need to know to be able to uh, totally prepare for tonight's game. More on that when we return. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The NFL has fully embraced gambling. That's brought the league an obscene amount of money, but also comes with a downside. Players, coaches, owners can influence outcomes, and that leaves the NFL vulnerable to fixing games. The NFL doesn't want to deal with any of that, and that became clear on Monday. The NFL suspending Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley for an entire season. Ridley was found to have bet $1,500 on games this season, games he didn't play in. The NFL is already dealing with the Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross, allegedly offering offering $100,000 to his coach to lose games. The last thing they need is for players to start betting. Many people have said the penalty is too severe, but the NFL needs to set a precedent. There's too much money at stake. And with the Ross allegations floating around, this is starting to become a trend. The suspension will cost Calvin Ridley $11 million in lost salary. And if this is what the NFL feels is fair for $1,500 in bets, Stephen Ross could be in for a really expensive offseason. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service discover exceptionally common sense is your current home loan the right fit for you near historic low rates may be a great reason to refinance but when matched with an expertly chosen loan from loan depot you could be saving money and paying more towards the bottom line call a loan depot loan officer and ask about our 27 year smart term loan or our 10-year arm loan get a great rate matched with a great loan by calling 866-888-LOAN or visit loandepot.com at loan depot Home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. Oh! It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. 
Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out cell phone station selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at cell phone station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Demos Smokehouse Barbecue on Johnson at Hilltop and on Main Street across from Jonesboro High School. Now, I'm from Memphis and I know barbecue, but there are people from Memphis that travel to Jonesboro to sample, taste, and enjoy Demos Barbecue. No kidding. They come from Memphis, so no need to go anywhere else right here the best barbecue is at demos any of the ribs any of the plates you can enjoy it all at demos smokehouse barbecue my mouth is watering um hello be part of the conversation on the workday red zone phone lines open now 930-3776 All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. I keep telling you that we're going to talk about A-State baseball, and I promise we'll get there, but (laughs) uh, the NFL is trying to make a liar out of me right now. We've been talking so far today about Aaron Rodgers. Four-year, $200 million deal with the Packers. In fact, that's uh, kind of the basis of our KavanaughCars.com topic. We want you to fill in the blank there. Aaron Rodgers, four-year, $200 million deal with the Packers is blank. But the NFL says, but wait, there's more. Multiple NFL insiders are reporting that after weeks of negotiations, the Seahawks and Broncos have agreed in principle to send nine-time Pro Bowl quarterback Russ Wilson to Denver for a massive haul. Tom Pelissero says that that haul includes multiple first-round draft picks plus additional picks and players. Adam Schefter says that it is one of the largest trades in NFL history. He also elaborates by saying the trade is pending a physical and Wilson's approval. So, little bit of a busy day in the NFL is what we're telling you. Uh, just uh, looking around and, and seeing if there is any other uh, elaboration on that. And I do not see anything else that is throwing out, you know, any other names again. It says there's going to be additional picks, players, uh, this and that. I uh, have not seen a follow-up yet, but that is that is brand new news, friends. I mean, this is news that broke four minutes ago. It broke right when we went into break. Uh, so I would imagine that there will continue to be additional news coming out in regards to that. Also, uh, I mean, hold on to your butts. There's also several reports out there that the Panthers are listening to McCaffrey offers. So this could just be a huge day in terms of some of the blockbuster names in the NFL. Let's go to the Ritter Communications Hotline. Zach is with us. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. So is it it a done deal? Wilson is going to uh, Denver? I would imagine uh, it is, again, it is trending, it is pending, excuse me, a physical in Wilson's approval. But I don't think, it looks like there have been weeks of negotiations. It looks like this is going to be a huge, huge, huge trade. 
and you don't have teams that leak this information to the media unless it's it's a done deal. Wow. You know, Russell Wilson was one of those quarterbacks, you know, and very seldom nowadays a quarterback stays and finishes his career with one organization. But how, how many years has he been with uh, Seattle? What, 10 or 11? He was – he's been with Seattle since – I guess he graduated in, in 2012, so he would have been drafted uh, in, in 2012 and he's been with the Seahawks since. Yeah. I thought he was the face of the organization. You know, I know that defense got a lot of uh, uh, credit and a lot of recognition, you know, the, the Legion of Boom. Yeah. But ever since the Legion of Boom left, you know, long after they, they were gone, they really hadn't had that same success. I mean, what they got to the Super Bowl back-to-back years beating – Denver, the team he beat for Super Bowl, is going to now beat them and then lost to the Patriots the very next year. But uh, I was one of those. I thought there was a good chance Wilson would have finished his career in, in Seattle. Am I alone on that thought? I do feel like there has been – I don't feel like there's anything out there from, from Wilson over the past few years where he's just been like, oh, trade me now. I'm so miserable here. But I do feel like you've heard snippets of the fact that he might not want to be there for his entire career unless they could yeah. you know, beef up his supporting cast. I know Pete Carroll loved him, that's for sure. I mean, but uh, anyways. I, uh, going from one Russell to another, um, Russell Westbrook last night, uh, L.A. played the Spurs in San Antonio, and the fans were heckling him, calling him West Brick. I can't get over him, how weak-minded and how he, – he, he just has rabbit ears, guys. I mean, he's letting a couple of fans, well, uh, maybe a whole slew of fans, call him West Brick, get in his head. Y'all thought? Uh... He's letting that bother him. I mean, it's okay when they calling him Brody and Mr. Triple-Double, but – He's got to be one of the most weak-minded players I've ever seen. Here's a quote. Fan anger really weighing on wife after death wishes. That's not heckling. Okay, Okay, Kara, I'm not talking about the fans were calling him West Brick. I'm not talking about about the fans, the death rats. I'm talking about West Brick. That's heckling. Here's, here's though, why I said that. A lot of, a lot of. A lot of times in life, we go through instances where, you know, like one one certain thing isn't that bad, two or three certain <laughs> things aren't that bad, and then all of a sudden things kind of kind of snowball on you, and then there's some random straw that breaks the camel's back. He's probably not that mad about being called Westbrick, but that was just the latest thing he's had to deal with after his family has been harassed, after his wife has gotten death wishes and things like that, and that's why now it's just like, you know what, I'm done with all of this. This is well, that's, he was that's already, my theory. I could be wrong. I could very easily be wrong, but that's my theory. No offense, but I, I do think you're wrong because he was arguing with the fans last night, calling him Westbridge. You could you could visibly see him arguing with the fans. I mean, it was okay when they was calling LeBron La, La Mickey because of the bubble uh, title, and uh, La, La, they was calling, even calling LeBron LeBrick. You know, and my gosh, I'll say this: LeBron's handled it a lot better than what Westbrook has. I mean, you know, remember when Westbrook was doing that rock the baby bull crap every time he'd score on somebody and. That time in the playoffs when Dan Lillard went to pick up the ball and and Lillard and uh, Westbrook kicked it so he could pick it up almost almost catching his index finger. I mean that was okay, you know. Like I said, I, I think it's okay when Westbrook when things are going his way, but you know I'll say this: he's a very entertaining player to watch, but I don't think you're ever going to win nothing with him. Cade, your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I I agree you're not going to win much with him, but I also think that death threats over sports are 
a little out there. Okay, like, like I said, death threats is one thing, but but fans giving him a nickname West Brick. I mean, that's you know what I mean. You've got to you've got to separate the two. There's you know what I mean. There's there's a difference. Again, I think when you get to a point where your family is being harassed, it just it's impossible to separate the two. It just sounds like I'll say this. I didn't hear not, nobody threatening him on the court last night. They was calling him West Brick because of his shooting percentage. Again, and it's not let's let's be clear, his wife took to social media to to talk about criticism, not death threats, thank goodness, but uh in in dealing with uh death wishes. Hmm. Well, I mean, if look, I'm, t- it, I'm talking about nicknames and heckling. I'm not talking about death threats. I, I know, I, I, I know. Again, again, but I'm saying if you've been in, mm. if you're getting it from all areas, it, it's going to be hard to separate the well, two. You're going to hear anything negative, and you're just going to yeah. kind of close off and and, and fight back. I, I personally, I don't think Westbrook is. He's probably hurt <laughs> worse than worse in his career. And, heckling, heckling's been going on for 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 decades and decades and decades and decades. Yeah. Like I said, not re- like I well, let me make, make this clear. I don't want to come across as cold-hearted. Not referring to death threats, referring to heckling, crowd heckling. It's been around forever. It's been around forever. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but I I do think I think over the past few years we've seen kind of the vitriol increase. Um, I think there's <laughs> a lot of people who post things on social media that in the past they would have gotten called out for, and now it just slides. There's people who probably would have ended up with. Um, a fist in their face in the past for some of the things that they've said, and you obviously can't do that anymore. Not that I'm advocating for violence, but um, it just seems like there's a, a lot more instances of people pushing boundaries as fans now, and it's it's okay, disappointing. That, right there, Westbrook is not pushing. That to me, that's just routine heckling to me. But anyways, I feel like I've got my truck in drive, and I'm stuck in a mud puddle. And I'm just spinning with my wheelchair, so uh, I'll uh, bid a fond farewell to you guys. All right. We'll see you again. That's kind of just a agree to disagree thing. I, I don't think the, West, the somebody calling him Westbrook is that bad. I mean, have you seen the man's shooting percentage lately? But again, when he added the fact that you know people are coming for his family and his wife is getting death wishes, and then you that's it's kind of a straw that breaks the camel's back kind of situation. That's how I perceive it, and that's how I I'm guessing. Westbrook perceives it. One day, one hour, one segment today, we're hopefully going to talk about Arkansas State baseball. <laughs> but uh, due to what has continued to be a uh, busy breaking news day in the NFL, and then, of course, your phone calls, which we always welcome as well at 9303776. We haven't got there yet. So knock on wood, we're going to talk about some SEMO when we return. But, again, in case you are just joining us, big, big news today in the NFL. Uh, earlier, it was announced Aaron Rodgers is staying with the Packers. It's a four-year, $200 million deal. But then here is the most latest breaking news, most recent breaking news. And uh, Russ Wilson, yeah, he's a Bronco. The Seahawks, the Broncos agreed to terms for a deal involving Wilson. And who knows what else picks, players, supposedly one of the largest trades in NFL history. We'll continue to look around and see if we can find more info on that. And then again, knock on wood here. Knock on wood. We're going to talk some A-State baseball at some point in time today. Also in Hour 2, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, set to join us at 1.30. We've still got a lot coming up. Keep it here for Hour number 2 of the Workday Red Zone.
This is Will Oswald with your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. Arkansas State gets honors in the Sunbelt Conference Indoor Track and Field Awards announced this morning by the league office in New Orleans. It's a sweep of the Coach of the Year Awards for Dr. Jim Patchell as A-State swept the indoor championships for the third consecutive year. On the men's side, Carter Shell named the league's Field Performer of the Year. Red Wolves' Willem Kritzen named the league's freshman of the year. In baseball, Arkansas State back at Simonson Stadium, Kell Field, as they take on Southeast Missouri State this evening. Pre-game at 545, first pitch at 6 from the time here on KNEA and KBRI. Sunbelt tournaments ended yesterday in Pensacola. Georgia State winning the men's championship for the third time in the last five years with an 80-71 comeback win over Louisiana Lafayette. Texas Arlington, the two-seed on the women's side, cruised to a 76-61 win over top-seed and regular season champion Troy. Bringing the best deal on tires since 1963 and now with two Jonesboro locations, that's Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Northeast Arkansas Construction is hiring to build the future, building out the region's fiber optic network to connect to the world. Here's Brian with another great thing about working at NEA Construction. The non-judgmental attitude of the owners, the willingness for, for someone to go out of their way to help you in every aspect, not only just on the job, but in, you know, in life and focus on another issue inside your life other than just the business side of it. That's really what surprised me the most. NEA Construction takes pride in being Arkansas's leading fiber optic construction company. Join our great work environment with state-of-the-art equipment, full training, fully paid health insurance, and paid vacation, all at industry-leading hourly pay. Call 870-972-8565 or visit nearkansasconstruction.com. Northeast Arkansas Construction. We make a difference. Equal opportunity employer. Y'all, even after all the snow and ice, the weather is showing us that spring is coming and we're all about to be able to spend more time outside. Make your time outside better with Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the absolute best prices and the biggest selection, too, with more than 200 beers from around the world available. Come to the Show Me State, just across the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River in Cardwell or Mr. T's Express at Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's is open seven days a week and reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Nebo Auto Center, Northeast Arkansas's original new car alternative, is now celebrating its 20th year. And now is the perfect time to swing by their all-new location, just a quarter mile south of the old one on Stadium Boulevard. If you're in the market for a late model, low-mileage car, truck, or SUV, Nebo has a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget. Visit NeboAuto.com and see them at their new location at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. And look for the red roof. We go Nebo. Experience meets innovation at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. After more than 135 years of servicing our East Arkansas communities, we are the region's largest independently owned bank. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new Roundup savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. When it comes to COVID-19, there are several things you can do to protect yourself, your friends and loved ones, and your community. Wear a mask, wash your hands often, and continue to social distance when you are near other people. If you test positive or are exposed to COVID-19, you can get free, detailed information on what you need to do in order to prevent spreading COVID-19 to those around you. Just go to healthy.arkansas.gov. 
This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Halfway through the day here on the Workday Red Zone, Kara Ritchie and Kate Carlton with you. Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, is going to join us at 1.30. In the meantime, uh, it's been a busy day, kind of just reading news. The news earlier this morning, you thought this morning's NFL news was going to be the news. I mean, there's not a lot bigger than a guy signing a four-year, $200 million deal. But, you know, at the same time, that was probably always going to be the best fit. For Aaron Rodgers, it was just a question of the total financial terms that were going to be involved in that. Again, uh, fill in the blank with this today for our KavanaughCars.com topic. Aaron Rodgers, four-year, $200 million deal with the Packers is blank. Of course, he's kind of gotten uh, his, his thunder stolen from him as the NFL spotlight now turns to the Broncos and the Seahawks. Again, uh, this exact tweet from Adam Schefter, only... Gosh, 20 short minutes ago. Quote, blockbuster. After weeks of negotiations in one of the largest trades in NFL history, the Seattle Seahawks and Denver Broncos have agreed to terms for a deal involving Super Bowl winning QB Russell Wilson. Sources tell ESPN trade is pending a physical and Wilson's approval. So uh, we're starting to see a little bit more information coming out about that trade. Uh, Drew Locke had a as part of one of the return pieces uh, for that trade. Uh, we're starting to see some kind of, sort of, a little bit, maybe, comments from the teams. Uh, I, I like, uh, I'm sure they'll put out a big official announcement and everything once all of the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. But the Denver Broncos, 12 minutes ago, tweeting out a picture of a uh, Wilson, most notably Tom Hanks' BFF in Castaway. Wilson the volleyball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, that is that is the only note that the Broncos have made of it so far. And uh, so, again, uh, more information coming out. Any other names that you've seen? Have you seen anybody other than Drew Locke mentioned? Uh, Drew Locke's the only one mentioned so okay. far. Uh, this note coming from a good account that I follow, Stats by Stats. Uh, no quarterback has ever beaten a team in the Super Bowl and later played for that team but that is what uh, Wilson is wow. about to do so okay. so we're in completely uncharted uncharted waters here uh never happened before so uh we're gonna see what what this looks like if you go back and you know look at Wilson's career in the playoffs I'm gonna pull up his uh passing here of course it was gosh all the way back in 2013 yeah when they were able to win that uh, that Super Bowl. But that was when he was able to get a win over Denver. And now, I guess, it's not if you can't beat them, join them. It's if you can beat them, join them anyways. It doesn't really have the same ring to it. Yeah. 
I uh, I'm interested in what the Seahawks do now because they don't have a first round draft pick. Their their draft pick was traded to the Jets, which I think they were like ten or eleven. So I'm interested to see if they try to trade back into the first round and get a quarterback. I mean, it's not an extremely strong quarterback class, but there's definitely going to be some guys available in the 15 through 20s. Uh, Adam Schefter starting to put out additional information. Uh, the Seahawks are going to get defensive lineman Shelby Harris, whom Denver considers a locker room leader, along with, of course, as we mentioned, Drew Locke. So uh, in multiple picks is what Schefter is tweeting out, although – We'll wait and see what multiple means. Is it three? Is it two? Is it five? Uh, we'll just have to to wait and see. As uh, again, news continues to develop on that. Uh, also, one more note on the Packers. Uh, it looks like they are going to franchise tag wide receiver Devontae Adams. Uh, so you know that uh, Aaron Rodgers surely happy about that today. And, again, we'll continue to look around at any and all NFL news as it's a busy, busy day for the Shield. Let us switch gears, though. Because, again, for about uh, at least 30 minutes now, I've been telling you we're going to talk about A-State baseball and just have not been able to get there yet due to a busy day on the phones and a busy day with news. But this is a this is a good game. It's a big game coming up tonight for Arkansas State baseball. Uh, in case you didn't know, in case you hadn't looked at any stats or numbers or anything like that, Turns out SEMO is good. Uh, they're 9-1. and one. They won their conference championship last year. They are the favorite to win it this year in the Ohio Valley. And they started out their season at number 22, Dallas Baptist, who has been a really good program over the past few years. And on the road, they took two out of three. They lost the third game of that series, and they have not lost since. When you look at their results, uh, the thing that kind of leaps off the page at you is all the big numbers that they put up offensively. Not only have they won their last seven games, but in six of those wins, six straight games now, they've put up double-digit runs or more. So, this is obviously a team that is able to get it done on offense. Uh, Just a quick note overall on SEMO, they're ranked number 49 in the Warren Nolan RPI. And while last week was a fantastic week for Arkansas State with those, uh, you know, four straight wins before losing in the the series finale against Illinois State, um, still significantly better than than where A-State is ranked at 128. These are teams that have played a lot. Uh, I think this is uh, either 73 games behind them or this will be game number 73 tonight, which, hey, why not? I mean, they're just right up the road. Why would this not be a series that is played uh, every year in non-conference play? And in fact, uh, A-State will be making the return trip in April as this is part of a home-and-home. But there's some things here that that concern me and some things with their offensive numbers that that do not concern me as much. One, they're really homer-heavy. And as we all know, Tomlinson Stadium is a giant cavern of a ballpark where fly balls go to die. So, unless the wind is magically blowing out tonight, which typically when it's chilly, that's not the case, then I'm not nearly as concerned about these power numbers for the Red Hawks. Uh, They have hit a ton of dingers this year. They are, mm, I don't know, they're one of the top teams in the country, I think, in in slugging. Uh, They've hit 20 home runs so far this season, so they average about two homers a game. But again, I I don't really, I'm 
that's not really a concern with where this game is, is being played. That might be a concern if, if they're still hitting like this and it's April and A-State is playing there. Uh, but I'm not that concerned about that right now. This is what concerns me about the Red Hawks. They're eighth in the country in drawing walks. Giving out free passes over the past couple years has been a huge Achilles heel for Arkansas State baseball. And although they improved on that significantly over the weekend, um, that is, it, it just, it's, it's a concern. It's been a concern. How is Arkansas State going to finagle a lineup where everybody gets on base? They have, again, they've played 10 games and they've drawn 70, 75 walks. So they're averaging seven walks a game, seven and a half walks a game. That's, that's a lot of extra dudes on base to navigate. Now, is A-State going to be able to, again, kind of mitigate that with the fact that, in theory, there's not going to be these guys walking two batters and then and hitting a home run and clearing the bases? Hopefully. But this is going to be a game where, you know, the defense is going to have to shine. <laughs> and uh, A-State is going to be able to find, going to have to find the strike zone. Or it's going to be a long, long day for Arkansas State. Uh, today it's going to be Will Nash on the bump. He was a weekend starter last year, and this is actually going to be his, uh, first start of the year because the midweeks have been kind of wonky, right? Um, the very first midweek was against Ole Miss. That was a rain-shortened game. It was also not really one that was fun to talk about. Last week, you know, A-State pitched pitched played on Tuesday and Wednesday but because the entire series had been wiped out before that it wasn't like watching a pitcher go through his normal midweek normally or watching a coach go through his normal midweek it was like an all-star game where one guy comes out and pitches an inning and the next guy does just because they had so many pitchers that needed work so in terms of how A-State's going to fare against a conference type opponent in a midweek this is really the first time you, you kind of get to, to figure that out. But, uh, you know, Nash was a good pitcher last year. He led the team in ERA. He had the only complete game of the year. And he even, you know, had a, a big game in relief for Arkansas State. So he's certainly able to navigate some some tough situations. And even though this is the first start of the year for him, I mean, he's started 13 games in his career. So this is not not anything new or different. So uh, it is going to be a tough challenge, obviously, uh, tonight. But uh, really, the SEMO team is, is very, very good. So just A-State just needs to uh, make sure that they limit the free passes. Because, again, I think that with the weather, the, the home run threat might, might take care of itself. That being said, please don't put it up there on a tee for anybody. <laughs> they obviously have the ability to send them a long, long, long way. Um, in additional Arkansas State news, uh, the Sunbelt Conference announced its track and field accolades today, and I'm pretty sure you are aware of the fact that Arkansas State probably picked up a lot of those. Um, Jim Patchell is the coach of the year for both the men's and the women's, which I, one thing I like about Sunbelt track and field is they make it really easy for you. Like with uh, with basketball, sometimes we've seen it in football. It's not always the coach who wins the league that gets the honor. Sometimes it'll be you know the most improved program or a coach who had to go through, you know, adversity, and they get rewarded at the end of the season. The Sun Belt and track and field, they make it really easy. If you win the championship, you get the award. <laughs> so Dr. Patchell is the men's and women's 
coach of the year. And then all in all, uh, there were a ton of awards that uh, that A-State racked up. In terms of uh, the, the big wins, Carter Shell, who we talked to uh, last week on this program, the men's field performer of the year. You know, he won the long jump and the triple jump. Uh, also, thrower William Courtson um, was the indoor freshman of the year. He had a really strong performance in the shot put. So those were the individual awards. Uh, as far as the men, two first-team, seven second-team honorees, eight third-team honorees, the women, uh, seven second-team, five third-team honorees. And, of course, two more titles to add to Jim Patchell's collection in the track and field offices. So outdoor season, I think, starts like this weekend, next weekend. They, they don't have an off-season between indoor and outdoor. It's like boom, boom. So they're going to be at, back at it in no time at all. But uh, we'll just wait and see what happens there for Arkansas State Track. I continue to expect more titles in the future. Let's hit pause. It's time for a break. We'll take one. We'll be right back here. Phone lines will be open during the break at 9303776. Keep it with us on the Workday Red Tone. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station is 95.3 The Ticket. At Glenn Sane, we want to assure you that we'll always be there for you. These past months have been some tough weather days and the ice on the roads. We had to close a couple of days. I called my mother often to check on her, and one of the cold days, I could tell her by her voice that she didn't feel good, and I asked her about that, and she said, well, I've got a head stopped up and a headache, but I have to tell you it'll be fine. In a few days, I'll be well again. What a positive attitude she has. She made me feel better about things. Glenn Sane and God bless our troops. Swing drive to deep left. It's going, going. Another home run for 1812 Pizza Company. 1812 Pizza Company knocks it out of the park every time with a huge selection of the area's best pizzas, salads, and sandwiches, plus a great list of lunch specials. And there are a ton of ways to get it to your team. Dine-in, delivery, or drive through at their Ray Street location. Or delivery, curbside pickup, or dine-in with members and guests at Hilltop. And you can order online at 1812pizzacompany.com. Send your crowd home happier than a walk-off homer with 1812 Pizza Company. Hytrel's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrel. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. If you think about the idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our day-to-day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work that we do at Hytrel. So there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the Hytrol family. Visit careers.hytrol.com. You've got a lot riding on how well your car gets repaired. When you choose Stadium Auto Body after an accident, you know you've chosen the best body shop in Northeast Arkansas. Stadium Auto Body is iCar Gold Class certified, meaning our auto body professionals have current, up-to-date training that contributes to complete, safe, and quality repairs. Accidents happen. We're what happens next. Stadium Auto Body in Jonesboro and StadiumAutoBody.com. Stadium Auto Body, take care of you. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. 
Do you often divide the dinner bill with friends or family? Now you can split the cost of that check with Zelle, a fast, safe, and easy way to send money to people you know and trust right from your Me Banking online and Me Banking mobile account. So after you split the meal, make sure you split the bill with Zelle. Ask a representative at Farmers and Merchants Bank or the Bank of Fayetteville for more information. Available to United States bank account holders only. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Hi, it's Tara from Harris Ford. Hey, this is George Strait. At Harris Ford, we love George Strait, and we know you do too. And Harris Ford wants to give you the opportunity to win some free tickets to go see the King of Country, March 18th. All you have to do to qualify is take a test drive in any of our new or pre-owned vehicles. When you do, Harris Ford will put your name in the drawing box. Buy a vehicle and get three entries. You could win a pair of George Strait tickets. Come see us at Harris Ford for contest rules. Exit 85 in Newport. You'll like what we do. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. About 15 minutes away from a conversation with the voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Looking forward to him joining us in studio. That'll happen in the next segment, but in the meantime... Continuing to check in on a busy day of NFL news, I think right before the break, or right after we went into the break, Cade said that uh, he's found additional details for that monster Broncos-Seahawks trade uh, that happened about half an hour ago. What else What else you got for the details on that? Two first-rounders, two second-rounders, a fifth-rounder, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant to the Seahawks. The Broncos get Russell Wilson in the fourth-round pick. Adam Schefter referred to it earlier as one of the largest trades in NFL history. And <laughs> I think in hearing now all of the moving pieces that, I, yes, it would certainly qualify in terms of, of that. That is just, uh, that is an insane amount of picks. Two in the first, two in the second, one in the fifth. Gosh. And then, of course, you have the players as well. So this is going to be really interesting. I, I think, you know, Looking at some people who cover the Broncos, Broncos here, their GM, George Payton, said at the Combine last week that they'd leave, quote, no stone unturned, end quote, in terms of uh, upgrading at quarterback. And when it became clear earlier today that Aaron Rodgers is off the market uh, with his four-year $200 million deal to stay with the Packers, then now we're starting to see some other moving pieces and some other dominoes. But this is not, I mean, this is a huge huge domino that completely changes around how the NFL looks so uh, all of a sudden some some big big moves today by the way if you do anything in football and you have bad news now would be a great time for your news dump just go ahead and put it out there nobody's going to pay attention so uh, that's uh, that is the latest there uh, our kavanaughcards.com topic today we're asking you to fill in the blank on on the Rodgers deal Aaron Rodgers four-year 200 million dollar deal with the Packers is blank uh, so that's where you jump in with your answer. Of course, KavanaughCars.com continues to bring you that question or that topic or however we want to phrase it on the daily. Uh, but uh, no matter how we throw it out there for you, they've always got the same consistent website that's going to help you with your vehicle search. Uh, we tell you that all the time, but I do want to make it clear that um, it's not just about you know looking up inventory on KavanaughCars.com. There's so many other things you can do. Um, even if you're not in the car buying process, maybe you just need to get an oil change. Uh, maybe you need to check on some brakes that maybe didn't stop very well when you were trying to deal with some slush a couple weeks ago. 
uh, you can go ahead and schedule an appointment for whatever vehicle service you need as well there at Kavanaugh. And then, of course, the car buying stuff. Yeah, you get pre-approved, find out what your trade-in is worth, calculate your payment. All of that is right there, KavanaughCars.com. Uh, it continues to be interesting to see how other um, people, brands, teams uh, are reacting to this news. The Denver Nuggets with a tweet about 15 minutes ago saying, quote, wow, we really get to be neighbors with Sierra, <laughs> who, of course, is Russ Wilson's wife. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty high profile couple all around. And so uh, interesting to see the the steady responses there and uh, how everyone is reacting to that. Again, Russ Wilson out of Seattle after being traded, uh, traded, excuse me, drafted by that franchise all the way back in 2012. And again, it never, I think there had kind of been, ling not lingering, but kind of been some comments about how Russ wasn't thrilled with the direction that the organization was going. I think it just flew a little bit more under the radar because Russ just seems to be kind of a nice guy, right? Like you hear it, had Aaron Rodgers last offseason where everything was dramatic and oh, will he, won't he, will the, he and the Packers be able to see eye to eye? So it seemed like any other situations where quarterbacks were not necessarily thrilled to continue to be with their team kind of flew under the radar a little bit. But now uh, Aaron all happy in Green Bay. Then you've got, in addition to that, uh, Wilson has moved on. I think uh, it was a big story maybe just last week where Kyler Murray in Arizona had kind of scrubbed his social media of anything Cardinals related. All of a sudden that has magically appeared back on his Instagram. So I don't know if there's a different situation being worked out there, but uh, uh, a lot of news in terms of some of the high profile players in the NFL. Meanwhile, in baseball, Kind of a, another day of, of not a lot of news to report. At least, certainly, definitely, absolutely zero good news. Um, more regular season games are expected to be canceled if there is not some kind of an agreement today. So once again, we are seeing another deadline day in Major League Baseball. And once again, there's not really any reason out there to, to have hope that all of a sudden these two sides are going to be able to get it together and make it work. I really thought today about making the question of the day, you know, will we see baseball this season? But it's already kind of a gray day, and I didn't want to spend two hours depressed today, which probably is would have been the direction that that show would have gone. So I thought we would do something a little bit different and, and stave off the doom and gloom at least for another 24 hours. That might be our topic tomorrow if – there's some kind of an, an announcement today uh, in regards to to more cancellations. I, I just I had I had a sliver of hope like two weeks ago, and and just every day that is just fading. But uh, again, yeah, Major League Baseball right now so far in terms of the cancellations, they've just wiped out the first two series. So basically, the first week of the regular season. If there is not an agreement today we would probably be talking about uh, at least the second week of the regular season wiped out. So yeah, at, uh, at, at minimum, so best case scenario here, we'd be talking about baseball like April 15th if games are canceled again today. And 
the longer this drags out, the more we're going to be looking at best case scenario is May or June or something else. So, yeah. I mean, at least baseball agreed to that deal with Apple TV today, where you get two Friday night games. But hey, if you have an MLB TV subscription, it doesn't matter. You still have to pay for Apple TV to watch those games because they won't show up on MLB TV. Yeah, there's that. Let's go ahead and, you know, make it harder for fans to watch games. Keep doing, keep doing you, MLB. Uh, I guess the tiny sliver of, of good news today, Major League Baseball is going to donate some money to help out impacted workers. Because again, while our conversations have, have focused primarily around owners and players, there's just so many people that are impacted and going to continue to be impacted by this lockout. You know, you think of all of the people that it takes to make a to make a baseball game run. Uh, everybody that from from facilities management to concessions to to parking, security, everything, everything that goes into a game. I cannot imagine how many people are actually working on a game day at a Major League Baseball stadium. And last week, the MLB Players Association started a $1 million fund for workers impacted by canceled games and now Major League Baseball. Uh, the owners are going to meet them, match them as well. But $2 million is going to be a drop in the bucket compared to the number of, of lost wages for all of these different people around the country that are involved in working at, at stadiums. So... Maybe maybe one day we can talk about fun baseball news like we're talking about fun and exciting NFL news. Um, but we are that, that day just seems so far in the future right now. Unfortunately. Yeah. There's just there is just really nothing positive to say. Uh, I've heard the word deadlocked numerous times over the past week. Uh, but there are more conversations about, you know, canceled games and things like that. So we'll wait and see if Rob Manfred graces us with another press conference today. I mean, they are meeting today. I think they've already had two meetings today. So, I mean, maybe, but I doubt it. I need to find, and, you know, shame on me for not looking at this a little bit more in depth today. But, again, I kind of just wanted to avoid being depressed about it. But I would like to find another update on exactly where these, how far apart these two sides are in terms of the big stuff. Because as we noted yesterday, they've agreed on some of the small stuff uh, in terms of, you know, the Players Association al allowing Major League Baseball to ban the shift and uh, make larger bases and do some other things. They've agreed on, you know, a different uh, number of teams in the playoffs. Okay, great. But the thing that's keeping these two sides, sides apart is, you know, the significant financial impacts. And uh, I'm curious, you know, are we talking $100,000 apart? Are we talking... $100 million apart on, on some of these uh, different financial points that they're, they're trying to connect on or what. But, um, but we'll, we'll get mopey about that later on in the week when they inevitably cancel more games. In the meantime, though, uh, we're going to catch up on some A-State news. Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, is going to join us in studio right after the break. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. We're the station that loves bat flips, transition threes, and end zone dances. One, two, three. 
It's Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. 95.3 The Ticket. When it comes to servicing your vehicle, trust the folks at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Purcell provides unbeatable service, and that includes free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art Hawkeye alignment machine. Plus, every Tuesday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just $37.95. And Purcell continues to be the home of the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call them at 972-TIRE, 972-TIRE, or go see your friends at Purcell Tire and Service Center, Parker and Caraway, Jonesboro. The Central Family of Dealerships is proud to sponsor the 2022 Sun Senior Classic, coming Saturday, March the 19th at First National Bank Arena. Come and see the stars of local basketball here in Northeast Arkansas, with the girls tipping off at 5 p.m. and the boys at 7 p.m. All admission proceeds go to a scholarship fund at First National Bank to be distributed to the participants. Brought to you by the Central Family of Dealerships. Also sponsored by First National Bank, Jonesboro Promotions Board, Vineyard Development, Poppy's Beach Grill and Event Center, Fat City Apparel Incorporated, Empower, Visionary Eye Care, and East Arkansas Broadcasters. Get healthy and get happy with Elite Men's Health. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for Elite Men's Health in Jonesboro. And I'm telling you this as someone who has seen and felt the difference firsthand. Testosterone replacement therapy works. Yo, my free testosterone levels have increased over 300% thanks to Elite Men's Health. And the truth is, most men begin to see a drop in testosterone by the age of 30, and some see it even before that. So why put in so much hard work if your testosterone isn't working for you? It's harder to burn fat, lose weight, and perform at your peak if your testosterone level is low. And if you feel run down and tired all the time, if you feel like you have less strength or less endurance, and if you're struggling to lose weight, you might have low testosterone. So that's why you go by Elite Men's Health for an evaluation. And if your T-levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Rob Taylor State Farm. Or check out EliteMensHealth.com. Linux Industries, 125 years strong in the HVAC industry, is hiring salaried professionals in our Stuttgart commercial manufacturing facility. Linux's customer demand is at an all-time high. And to meet that demand, we have several salaried positions open. We currently have multiple openings for engineers, production supervisors, quality engineers, quality management, and purchasing positions. Linux offers the best overall benefits package in the industry and has been operating in Stuttgart since 1974. If you are ready to grow your career with an industry leader in HVAC and join the premier employer in Southeast Arkansas, then visit linuxinternational.com slash careers. That's linuxinternational.com slash careers. Or text MYCOOLJOBS to 97211. Text MYCOOLJOBS to 97211. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. Tired of slow internet? Feel like you're stuck in the old days? It's time to catch up with Empower, delivered by Craighead Electric. Thanks to Empower, you don't have to wait for high-speed internet. Our new cutting-edge technology makes our services more reliable and faster than the competition. Call 870-336-0999 to check internet availability in your area. That's 870-336-0999. Empower, high-speed internet for your neck of the woods. When it comes to COVID-19, there are several things you can do to protect yourself, your friends and loved ones, and your community. Wear a mask, wash your hands often, and continue to social distance when you are near other people. If you test positive or are exposed to COVID-19, you can get free, detailed information on what you need to do in order to prevent spreading COVID-19 to those around you. Just go to healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. 
giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara Ritchie, Kate Carlton still hanging out with you. Joined now by Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Perfect timing. Well, it's good to have good timing every now and then. How are you? Good. Uh, busy news day makes life easy when you can just read through a million tweets from Adam Schefter. <laughs> so, it's no a, complaints it's here. It's a big day in the NFL. A huge day in the NFL. Uh, to reset, for those of you just joining us, again, a big contract for Aaron Rodgers this morning, four years, $200 million, and now uh, Russell Westbrook is a Denver Bronco. Well, Russell Wilson is. What? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's that. a lot of Laker fans that wouldn't mind seeing Westbrook go to the Broncos, though. Probably not. They would probably <laughs> be okay with that. I'm just going to let you talk now since I'm unable to anymore. <laughs> Something A-State, go. <laughs> well, we've got a lot going on, too. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's back up before we, we flash forward and, and look at what's in store in this week. Obviously, you know, last week uh, you were in Pensacola, of course, uh, calling some Arkansas State men's basketball, A-State Manages to get by ULM, but then uh, just a, a tough uh, – dealing with that GSU defense, tough. Red Wolves fall to the Panthers in the quarterfinals. What did you see in that contest? Well, I saw what I expected to see, a game that went down to the wire and two teams that are extremely similar, built very much the same way. You know, Georgia State, you know, if they were going to make a uh, another run, I mean, they had four seniors and a junior. It was the exact same starting five that we saw – last year against Georgia State in the quarterfinal. And unfortunately, just kind of a sense of deja vu. I mean, we played the same team in the quarterfinals. It was the last time we had played. Uh, Georgia State was in the quarterfinals last year. We ended up losing by three, uh, you know, in, in both games. And, you know, I sat down to do pregame with Coach Bellato on um, – Oh, gosh, what day was it? Saturday, Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did it there, at, uh, our, our pregame there at the hotel. And he told me off the air, he said, you know, I think whoever wins this game will win the championship. And, you know, Georgia State cut down the nets last night. But I really kind of felt the same way. If If you get by Georgia State, it looks pretty good, you know, the rest of the way. Uh, but that was going to be the biggest – biggest hurdle the other night and unfortunately you know just a a couple of little things kind of came back and got them at the end this is going to be a season now where well actually let me back up I was about to say this is going to be an off season where there's a a lot of different things that that could happen but we don't necessarily know if it's already the off season yet or not Uh, any any updates you've heard about the possibility of Arkansas State continuing the season in in the uh, CBR, the basketball classic. I would love to sit here with you right now and say, yes, I've got a good feeling of what we're going to be doing, but I don't have a clue. And I think that this is a unique position. And you and I were talking about it this morning. You know, I remember us having opportunities. Coach Brady had, you know, a couple of 19 win seasons back to back. And, you know, in in those seasons, you know, we had a, a lot of players that were, were 
not going to be back the the following year. And and really, I think the mindset was NCAA, NIT, or bust with those teams. But I don't think they had a lot of interest in, in playing in one of these other tournaments. But we've seen teams in our league that have gone on yeah. and had success uh, in, in these tournaments. And they've been able to build on it going into the offseason. And, and look, everybody outside of Marquise Eaton and Christian Willis – are able to come back next year. So I think it's something, you know, they're seriously uh, taking a look at, and, and they should take a look at it. I mean, it it's an opportunity to, to go out and get better. And who doesn't want to see North Shadow Mirror play some more basketball? Whether the offseason is now or whether the offseason will not be, you know, in, until we get to April, I think that's you look at so many of these huge questions and and everybody wants to know, you know, is is he coming back? Uh, Are we going to see him again? Um, You certainly feel like he would have portal opportunities. You wonder if he would have, you know, he would have portal opportunities. You wonder about about the professional opportunities. Uh, Have you heard much about, you know, um, what could happen next? I I think that he is extremely loyal to this program and uh to this coaching staff to his teammates uh he's he's built different than uh, a lot of people that that you'll be around i mean there there is a uh a sense of a brotherhood with him uh and you see that the loyalty is there that said you're right i mean there, he's got all kinds of opportunities out there at at some point he will be a professional. Do I think he's going pro right now? No. Uh, but at the same time, there's opportunities out there to go elsewhere. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say it's 100% he'll be back next year, but I feel good about it. I think I think that there's a really good chance he will be back next season uh, just because of the way he feels about this place. And uh, I think he has – a lot of love for Arkansas State. I think he's been treated really well. I think uh, he's a guy that uh, our our fan base has fallen in love with. And look, w- last week we we were at Lost Pizza, and it was the last yeah. show of the year. You know, they uh, the, the crowd there that night gave him a standing ovation, and, and I I looked over at him, and I could tell that it meant a lot to him. I and mean, people were coming up and uh, wanting. Uh, photos and autographs and um, I mean you just don't see that very very often with uh, a a college athlete uh, you know at our level and in an atmosphere like that it was really cool to see but I do think there's a sense of loyalty there and that's why uh, I think there's a good chance he'll be back next year quote I feel good about it we're gonna take that quote and run with it it's like Matt Stoltz said no that's fine. Do do what you want. With Voice it. of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Uh, I hope you feel good about getting in some baseball tonight at the Tom. Fingers I, crossed that. <laughs> I don't know if good's the word, but uh, I'll, I'll say hopeful. Obviously, you know, you were at Pensacola, so not on the call uh, last weekend for A-State baseball. But uh, I know you kept up with that series two out of three against a, a team like Illinois State. Certainly is not bad. What did you Take away yeah. from from the stats or from what uh, what you learned about that series. Well, I, I think that uh, you know just getting uh, four 
wins last week, you know, taking four out of the first five at home was great. Um, Illinois State's uh, not a bad team. I think winning that series was important. And uh, a lot of guys getting uh, work on the mound. Uh, I think a lot of the pitchers that kind of struggled last year have, have shown big strides uh, you know, just in, in the early part of the season. Uh, I love a story like, Dedrick Kale, who's yeah. um, you know a Northeast Arkansas native and a true freshman, and he has kind of earned his way uh, into the starting lineup now and, and had a big weekend. He was six for eleven uh, in that series against Illinois State, so that's great to see. And you know Jalen DeShazer is playing some really good ball, which uh, we expected to see from him. And um, yeah, I, I like it. I mean, I, I you look over the the five games last week. I think. Uh, the team ERA in those five games was 3.28. So anytime you do that over a five-game stretch, it's it, it's a winning formula. And, you know, they went four and one during the course of the week. So after what we saw last year, um, you know, we've seen this pitching staff already make some big strides. And I think they're just going to get better and better. And you know, I had a great conversation with our new pitching coach, Alan Dunn, uh, yesterday. Uh, he's our podcast interview this week. Fun. And, uh, the uh, uh, the podcast came out earlier today, but uh, uh, really, re- really great kind of look at his career. And you can tell he, he really feels like he's found a home here at Arkansas State. And, you know, I think it's certainly a, a home run hire with him uh, being here and the relationship that – that he's built with this pitching staff, the relationship that he has with uh, with Coach Raffo and Coach Labounty, you know, it, it kind of comes through in that conversation. So uh, I think there's some some really good things to kind of look forward to here. Let me ask the important question before we dive into some SEMO talk. Uh, did Alan Dunn at any point in time in the podcast drop the phrase arm barn? You know what? Uh, I asked him if he preferred the term – uh, bullpen or arm barn and he said hey I'm old school I like bullpen so uh, we, we we did talk about just what a, a game changer uh, the the new bullpen is but no he did not refer to it as a, an arm barn I actually asked him that question which he preferred well he's wrong it's the arm barn that's just what it's called this year just <laughs> Uh, that's, anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, tonight and tomorrow, two really good opponents that are continuing this homestand for Arkansas State, and it starts for SEMO tonight. They've won nine in a row. What? Why are they so good this year? You know, I, I think that program has has kind of been taking strides over the last few years. I mean, they're always, uh, they're always uh, good. They're always competitive, but I think – you know, every time I think about SEMO, I think, well, they're going to have a good lineup um, and they're going to come in here and and be really competitive with us. And, you know, you know every year they're going to be on the schedule. We've got the home and home yeah. with them every year. But nine in a row certainly, you know, uh, opens your eyes a little bit. So a win tonight over this team uh, would, would certainly go a long way. Yeah, 49 right now in, in the RPI and Southern Illinois tomorrow, I think a top 75 team as well. So a couple of, of big games. First pitch tonight at, at 6 o'clock. Of course, while this is all going on, in the meantime, we're all of a sudden five days away from spring football. 
some of the How about that? bigger storylines <laughs> you're you're looking forward to seeing develop over next month and a half for for Butch Jones and company. Oh yeah, just working in uh, all these uh, new guys from uh, the signing class, the transfers we we brought in, and uh, getting our first look at them. And uh, I can't wait to see kind of the strides that our defense uh, has made and. You know, we saw that. I mean, the the last six games of the year, we saw a completely different defense than what we saw the first half of the season. So we were already seeing strides in season, but with the additions we've made and, uh, uh, yeah, the, the guys we brought in, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, how that translates in the spring. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay. And, and look, I mean – there's all kinds of things to look forward to in spring practice yeah. because there's so so many unknowns. Yeah. But to tell you the truth, that's the last thing that's been on my mind. <laughs> you know, it's this basketball, baseball crossover. I'm I'm not thinking about football very much. And crossover season is already a lot to, to deal with to to add another sport uh, on it as well. We'll let you go with this. Who won the trade today? The Seahawks or the Broncos? Well, the Broncos got Russell Wilson, so yeah, I'm I'm going to go with them. Okay, he feels good about it. So, the Seahawks got Drew Locke. Who else did they get? Uh, Drew Locke. Two no- first round picks, two second round picks, a fifth round pick, Noah Fant, and some defensive end. And all the Bro- the Broncos got Wilson and a fourth round pick. Ooh, well maybe the Seahawks did okay there. <laughs> maybe. <That's- laughs> That's not bad, but Russell Wilson is a – that's a big-time move. He's kind of good. Definitely kind of good. Thanks for hanging out. And we'll, uh, Absolutely. Fingers crossed. Hear you on the Ticket Radio Network later on tonight for Let's hope call so. on some A-State baseball. We're going to speak it into – it's going to happen. 5.45 pregame, 6 o'clock, your Love first pitch. Love the positivity here. Yes. So positive. Got one more segment to go through today. It's going to be great. Maybe. We'll see. We'll be back in a moment here on the Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone with Kara Ritchie. Weekdays from noon to 2 on Northeast Arkansas's Sports Station. 95.3 The Ticket. You know, it's hard to think about your yard being green right now, but this is the time to let Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed go to work for you. Call Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed today at 870-219-3446 and let them go to work to ensure that you'll have the greenest yard in your neighborhood come springtime. Better yet, bundle Mojo's Weed and Feed with their lawn care service and save 15%. What are you waiting for? The time is now. If you want the greenest yard in the neighborhood in the spring, let Mojo go to work for you today to lay the foundation for a beautiful lawn. Call Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed today, 870-219-3446. That's 870-219-3446. Ensure a super green yard in the spring by letting Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed go to work for you today. Insurance with the more same day guarantee. We'll send a licensed and trained technician to your home the same day you call or you don't pay a service fee. That's the more assurance guarantee. Creating comfort one home at a time. Call more air conditioning today, 870-336-2023. You deserve more, don't sell for less. 
Hey, it's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekellmotors.com or come see us at Newport. Off Highway 67, exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors, we are professional grade. When you bank at First Security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. Farmers, have you booked your new crop corn in Milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn in Milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, supports local producers, and they're buying new crop corn in Milo right now. In Arkansas and Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Beard Auto Group is kicking off our trade-in and trade-up event going on now. Beard needs your trade. Beard will buy your trade even if you don't buy ours. Beard has hundreds of Beard certified vehicles to choose from. Why not trade your old ride in for a new one and reset your warranty? Yes, that's right. All Beard pre-owned vehicles are inspected by our pro technicians with most vehicles still having factory warranty. Beard has a large selection of cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs available to choose from. Beard has national lenders with millions of dollars secured just for you. With interest rates as low as 3.9%. Good credit, bad credit, no credit, no, no problem. problem. Don't waste your money on an O-Ride. Get a Beard certified vehicle today. Beard has 11 locations in Arkansas and Missouri for your convenience. Shop a Beard location near you or check out our low prices online at buybeard.com. Don't get a bad deal. Get a Beard deal. Because why pay more? See them for details. Saving service great selection to You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, friends, we've hit the home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. I don't don't know if it'll be great. What we said in the previous segment might have lied to you a little bit, but... Uh, it will be full of five minutes of talk. Karen Kane with you for another segment. Uh, it's been a busy day. The, the prior, the excuse me, main um, main focus of today's show, it seems like, is has been reading news from the NFL, as it's been a very very busy day in that aspect. Apologies for how many times I told you today that uh, Russ Westbrook was going to Denver. He's he's not. It's <laughs> too much Russell talk. Russ Wilson is going to Denver. That's the most recent news from the NFL. A huge trade there between the Seahawks and the Broncos. But uh, also there's this from Aaron Rodgers. Earlier today, uh, it was announced by numerous NFL insiders, particularly uh, Rappaport, who said that Aaron Rodgers has signed a four-year, $200 million deal with the Packers. Of course, that would make him the highest-paid player in the NFL history. Rappaport also reporting earlier that 153 of those $200 million would be guaranteed. Now, Aaron Rodgers, as of seven minutes ago, has said, oh, slow your roll, all right? His tweet, quote, 
Hey everyone, just wanted to clear some things up. Yes, I will be playing with the Packers next year. However, reports about me signing a contract are inaccurate, as are the supposed terms of the contract I, quote, signed. I'm very excited to be back. Flex emoji, hashtag year 18, heart emoji, end quote. So, he is, so I don't know what's going on in the NFL today. A lot of stuff that basically sums it up. There's just a bunch of stuff going on in the NFL. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the latest. Yeah. And, from... and there's like the rumor that Aaron Rodgers and his fiance are back together too. So you got all that going on now. Well, cool. They can celebrate by eating some clay. Good for them. <laughs> Sounds like a wonderful relationship. Some people like tiramisu. They like clay. Good for them. Do what you do. <laughs> Uh, elsewhere, uh, other things we've touched on today, of course, uh, Arkansas State Baseball again, 6 o'clock is when that game is going get to under, get underway. Everybody kind of just waiting and seeing what's up with, with the weather. There is rain in the forecast. It is supposed to be light rain, so I guess worst case scenario, you kind of just play through it. I don't know how exactly they'll do that, but uh, we have seen a lot of college baseball schedule changes kind of across this area, but everybody else just is pushing their midweek game back a day. Arkansas State has another midweek game tomorrow, so not an option there for the Red Wolves. But again, uh, of course, um, if there's any news that uh, comes up regarding baseball in the setup, I'm sure Cade and Andrew will fill you in, or later on today, Bobo will have that news as well if anything changes there. But right now, it's all still a go, and it all should be a fun one for A-State. Uh, elsewhere, you know, at the beginning of the show, we did talk a little about Corey Rucker. Of course, he has decided to leave Arkansas State and put his name in the transfer portal. And, look, he's not going to have any shortage of suitors. I think he's already followed by half the wide receiver coaches in the country. But uh, Cade's been doing a little lurking. And it looks like uh, Lane Kiffin has is, is, what, intrigued? How, how would you... Uh, I mean, he followed him on Twitter and liked his tweet, and then the Ole Miss receivers coach did the same thing. But according to a 24-7 sports article, the only contact Rutgers had is that follow and like on Twitter with Kiffin. So I don't know how interested they are. Well, to be fair, you technically are not supposed to have contact until the player's name is actually in the portal. And – while obviously we're not the ones behind the scenes checking P's and Q's and whatever, typically a player can't just say on Twitter, hey, I'm going to be in the portal and they're in the portal. There is a paperwork process they have to go through. And then once that happens, that's when we see social media posts from like the 24-7 portal and the Rivals portal and things like that saying, this guy's in the portal. And then once their name is in there, that's when coaches can make contact. Now, I think that some programs that are really interested have found other ways to make contact before that paperwork has cleared. But I think that is technically the way the process is supposed to go. Technically. Yeah. Totally. There's totally not any tampering going on or anything right now in college athletics, right? Totally a squeaky clean process with no bad actors, right? Nothing, nothing shady going on in high school recruiting or recruiting the portal, right? Probably a good thing that the show's over because that is, that is a very long, 
a long-winded topic that we'll save for another day. It's a wrap here on the Workday Red Zone. Appreciate voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, hanging out with us today. If you missed that interview and me trying to tell Stoltzy that Russell Westbrook is now a Bronco, uh, you can find it later at 953theticket.com. In the meantime, keep it here. The setup with Kate and Andrew is next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock, followed by, fingers crossed, some Arkansas State baseball at 6. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. We'll be back at noon. For Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.